tearing up while you sing. And uh, I hope I'll never get through this without tearing up. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. You know, for the last two years, you all have probably seen me a lot more. Um, many of you probably heard me share my testimony in June. I talked about uh, the beginning of 2012, how, how I just gave up. Mentioned to Brother Wayne, maybe I woke him. And uh, I realized I wasn't living the way God wanted me to live. Uh, and I know, without a doubt, that He wants me to be doing more for Him. So tonight I'm here, not for me, but for Him. So, um, you know, when Brother Brian asked me a couple of weeks ago if I would do this, I kind of came all around and I'm like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, listen, there's no pressure. I want to do it. Don't worry about it. I said, no, I want to do it. But you need to know that in my mind, on one side, I'm going like, yeah, that's another time to bring glory to God. Seize the opportunity to do it. On the other side, it's going, who do you think you are to be standing up here and trying to bring the word of God to you? Know, you've been wondering for the majority of your Christian life and just come back, you know, two years ago. Who are you? So that's why I've had constantly in my head. But while we was enjoying our grits, you know, you've heard him talk about the breakfast and the grits. He does. He gives the wrong way. I eat the right way. Sugar is definitely better. But uh, anyway, when he asked me, you know, uh, I told him I did. And I have shared a lot with our pastor in the last two years. I really treasure the, the Wednesday usually that he comes down One of the most important things for me in the last two years has been being surrounded by Christian people. Now, I work in an environment that many of the people that are there are not Christians. And he constantly reminds me that I have a mission field right there. But my time with him on Wednesdays is a wonderful thing, and I really enjoy it. He's helping me to stay on and that was one of those things that I, one of the things I mentioned in my testimony uh, in June was that, you know, I needed help from my family. And I needed help from my church family. You know, I, I asked for you to continue to pray for me that I would stay on the path behind my And let me just tell you, that is a battle. In my life, it is hard be a follower of Jesus Christ. It just is. And I have shared numerous uh, things with Brother Dwayne about uh, the struggles of being a follower of Christ, of 
the trials, the tribulations, the testing, the temptations, everything that seems to really come uh, at you really hard when you really start trying to be a follower of Christ. And uh, so when I told him I'd do this tonight, I said, I'll do it under one condition. You tell me what it is. You give me the scripture that you want me to preach on. Speak on that. Not a preacher. Let's get that clear. Uh, but anyway, he sent me an email. And he said, okay, preacher, what do you think about Romans 8, 18? So if you got your Bibles, that's where we're going. And then also 28, 39. And his uh, comment here was, my thought was several times you had mentioned cost of coming back to God. And uh, he says these scriptures reflect my heart and, it, and it, he goes on to say that it's worth it. So, you know, if I was to title this tonight it would be The Battle of Following Christ. Uh, and you know, I'm telling you, it's really no surprise that I'm here uh, tonight uh, over this last Year, 2013, uh, I have found myself out of my comfort zone uh, five times. Uh, this would make the fifth time uh, this year that uh, God has put me in a place of trying to bring glory to Him. And, uh, you know, my comfort zone here is right back there in that corner seat. You know, it's not right here. So I, I'm working on what it is I believe God's working for me. But all I want to do tonight is bring glory to God. So, uh, you know, in June of this year, you heard me say uh, in my testimony that you know, I was saved at age 10, uh, but failed to be a follower of Christ until about age 39 and a half, which was the beginning of 2012. And, uh, over the last few years, I've tried hard to be a better follower. And in the last six months of this year, after sharing my testimony, uh, things in my daily life really have been crazy. And I was warned that after sharing the testimony or standing up and trying to glorify God that I better get prepared for battle and I'm telling you something. I believe this with all my heart that if you are truly trying hard to follow Christ, you better get ready for battle because it's coming. In the last six months of this year since sharing, uh, like I said, things have really, really been crazy in my life and um, I know uh, in 1 Peter 4 
when his glory is revealed. And let me tell you something. When I read that, that fiery ordeal that has come upon you to test you, I kind of feel like I've been there. These last six months has really been something. And, you know, I shared that with Brother Dwayne a lot. And like I said, Lord God, I'm really thankful for him. And, uh, You know, I'm convinced that it's going to cost you something to be a better follower of Christ. It's already cost me something. You know, I shared several months ago, we closed the restaurant on Sunday. Uh, don't care about the money. But, you know, it costs you a lot more than that. People that you're close to, seem to turn against you. You know, when you, you know, I have had family members say, you know, you're taking this church thing, you know, to an extreme. I'm like, no, don't think so. It may seem so because two years ago, or a little over two years ago, I was doing the totally opposite. You know, I was caught up in the world wanting more of all I could offer. But today, I don't really want that. I just want to be able to, uh, you know, do what it is I believe God's wanting me to do. So, you know, I'm just really convinced that it's going to cost you something to be a better follower of Christ. And uh, I believe that we need to be prepared to suffer for being a follower. Uh, Luke 9, 23 Y'all may know it. Uh, Jesus speaking to his disciples. He, then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. You know, you reword that a little bit. Whoever wants to be a disciple, or yeah, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, must give up. Have to give up your life as you know it. And then you're going to have to take up your cross. And I got kind of hung up there on take up your cross. You know, the cross is an emblem of suffering. Jesus Christ suffered on the cross for you and for me. And he's telling us here, man, if we want to be a follower of his, we're going to have to pick up our cross. Why a cross? Why can't we just follow? Why do we have to pick up a cross? I can tell you why. Because we're going to be nailed to that cross by this world. We're going to have to suffer just as Jesus Christ suffered for you and for me. You know, he tells us that in Luke. Uh, you know, get prepared. Give up your life as you know it, and then pick up your cross and prepare to suffer. Go through a battle. I suffered for you. Now you are going to have to suffer for me. So, you know, uh, I, you know I'm just telling you based on my own experience, I'm trying harder to be a better follower of Christ. You know, you heard me say it several months ago, and there's a difference between...
between being a Christian and being a follower of Christ. I'm telling you, I'm saying it again tonight, and I'm going to say it until I fall over dead. There is a difference between being a Christian and being a follower of Christ. When you really start trying to follow, you better be prepared for that. And I believe that that is an indicator that you're doing something right. Uh, because people in this world that we live in hate Christians. You know, they don't like God. They don't want to hear about God. They don't want to hear about Jesus Christ. They don't want to know anything about it. And, you know, if you stand up and you say, listen, I'm a believer in God. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and that he died on the cross for me. He said, you better get prepared for battle because it's coming. Um, Just really, you know, based on my own life, I am convinced that uh, you know, we're just going to have to give up a lot of what we're used to and uh, pick up our cross daily, daily, and that is hard to do. Uh, and I tell you what, where I work, it's not a bad place, but. It is challenging. And in my position, it is so hard for me to pick up my cross daily. And I have told Brother Dwayne that, you know, it would be so much easier for me to go back to 2011. It, I could do it just like that. Go back to an old way because it would seem like, you know, life would be easier and I would be in the same mess as everybody else is in, it would be easy to go back. Man, I'm not going back. I don't want to go back. I want to become an example for people around me. Uh, I have here, you know, there is suffering that we must endure for our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Romans 8.18 was what Brother Wayne did me to uh, speak on tonight. Uh, Paul here is uh, speaking, and you know, Paul knows all about suffering. And uh, he says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Um, now, there's a better time. We're going to have to suffer while here on this earth uh, for our Lord and Savior. And one day, uh, when our time is up, uh, you know, there's just a better time coming. Um, Chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. I put down here that even in the suffering, God works for our good. Um, verse 35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble. 
or hardship, or persecution, famine, or nakedness, danger, or sword. It says, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered a sheep to be slaughtered. Uh, nothing can separate us. Nothing can separate us from the love of no matter what it is I deal with at work or in my everyday life or you all deal with in your everyday life and you have to admit this world is messed up and you cannot tell me that the rest of you all aren't dealing with trials and tribulations in this world today. You know, heartache, pain, suffering, it's there. But we have got to rely on and turn to our Lord Jesus. To get us through, we have to lean on God and pray to Him. And uh, there's nothing that will come between us and our relationship with Jesus Christ. No matter what comes our way tomorrow or any day after that in this new year to come, no matter what we have dealt with in 2013 or years before that, Listen, there is all kinds of stuff I could throw out here tonight about things I've had in my life that I've dealt with, and I know you all could as well. And, uh, you know, there's just, there's nothing in the past, there's nothing in the future that can keep us from our having a good relationship and can keep us from being a good follower of Jesus. And then in verse 38 and 39, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation, nothing will be able to separate us from the love God has, the love that God has uh, in Christ Jesus. Love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing's going to come between us.
first, you know, I just want to close by saying, you know, listen, um, no matter what you're facing, the message that I'm trying to give you tonight based on my own life and what I'm dealing with and the Word of God, you know, the message I'm trying to send to you tonight is, you know, don't get caught up in the world. Stay focused on your Heavenly Father, the Lord and Savior. Uh, strengthen your relationship with Christ. Try hard to be a better follower. And go out there. Get outside of these doors. Get set outside of these walls and try to bend over. Some of the lost people. I want the suffering 
be a blessing. I want to be a strength to my life so that I might be a stronger and better to it for God. Um, that's what I had tonight. What I'd like to do David, if you play music, I would like to uh, open up this hall. I, I would ask that if there's anyone here that is thankful for anything in 2013 and uh, has been blessed in any way in 2013, that they join me down here. I'm going to be down here just a second, because I've got a whole lot to be thankful for. And I'm so thankful that God has put in my life opportunities that I might be able to stand up and put forward to Him. And that I'm going to be down here and I'm going to pray. I want my family to join me. And I would really like it if my church family would join me and give thanks to God what he's done for you in 2013, even the suffering. And then, while you're down there on your knees, talk to him about the new year. Because it's just about two days away. And, you know, man, I'm going to be praying that he uses me in some good way in 2014. And, you know, I encourage you to join me down here in prayer and uh, just give thanks to God for this past year and, uh, you know, be praying for Him to use you in a mighty way in the new year. Uh, so, if you would, uh, we'll just meet at the altar here and do some praying. And then, David, whenever you. I think it's a good time to just close this prayer, all right?